0: welcome to pretty funny business the playground brand we were forced to create in order to corral our founders nonsensical ideas and general tomfoolery from the founders of but not generally endorsed by Emmy collective from this podcast you can expect off-the-cuff banter on feminism funny business and well not so funny business join us out of curiosity stay for the hot takes and dad jokes. Hello everyone and welcome to Pretty Funny Business. I'm Lauren Aquilino. I'm Sydney Mulligan. And today we have with us Mike Rizzo.
1: Oh that's me. Hey everybody.
2: (laughs) Welcome. There's this
1: weird thing happening where it's making it look like there's audio that's being picked up on the screen but I wasn't talking. Oh. So you know
2: sorry for the static noise. It's just the silent disco Mm. headphones you know It, it picks up on the party vibe. Whatever you're actually
0: listening to under those headphones, we can hear it. You didn't know? (laughs) Man, Mike, well, we are super excited to have you on the podcast. Um, You are a very smart and exciting entrepreneur, um, founder of marketingops.com. And this is a silly ridiculousness podcast. So we're really happy to have you here and um, see if, you're funny at all.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, am I funny at all? Oh. Well, I'm I'm pleased to figure sure out if I'm funny. I don't know. Yeah.
0: That's why you're here. You didn't know, but I
1: send you a report card later today. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So
0: be it. So um you probably need no introduction, but do you mind giving us like a little spiel? I mean, I think I told City before that you had just um posted an article on LinkedIn called, like, what is it exactly that you do? So maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself and answer that question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did post that article because I recently became available having left a W2 sort of full-time role. Um, And so people kept reaching out, like, what is it that you're looking to do and, you know, I think that's a pretty common question for folks in, in MarTech in general, especially marketing ops. Like, how do you actually describe what the heck you do to people? Uh, but in addition to that, because I have this community background where I built um, B2B like user communities and customer advisory boards and, and things like that, and now the community of practice with the Mopros community, um, it's sort of hard. Like, I have this like split personality. Like, I wear multiple hats kind of thing. And so, and I, I have a passion for both. Um, and so I did this article trying to describe, like, I, I don't really want to pick one lane necessarily. Uh, I would very much enjoy marketing ops work, but I also very much enjoy helping people figure out, well, how do you do community? Like, um, and at the end of the day, I think the answer is you, you build something of value and you have to talk to your, your people, either your clients your internal team members that you're working with, if you're an embedded marketing ops professional or the community that you want to build, just like go find them and talk to them and ask questions. Um, but yeah, so that's that's essentially what I do. I've been doing it for... I've been doing community for like four years, uh, maybe a little longer. And then uh, like professionally um, and then marketing ops is over a decade now.
0: So did you like thrust yourself into the community world. How'd that start? No.
1: No. Um, so I got I got laid off from an agency like uh, about I mean five. this keeps
0: keeps happening. Maybe it's not them, maybe it's you.
1: It's very possible. <laughs> I keep I question it often. Um, I'm like, I don't mean that I'm just me? kidding
0: in the middle of all of these layoffs. It's just a is joke. it
1: me? Is it really me? Um, we're no, gonna have to, start you know, bringing to be honest. In.
0: <laughs> we say it every time i know every time. it's somebody hear that
1: the two the two times i've been laid off i honestly like um the, the the first time i certainly didn't see it coming but like it shouldn't it really wasn't that much of a shock like i took a, a massive pay cut to try to go experience the um the agency world like it was just something i wanted to try um and so i was already like <laughs> I, was, I was already priced out of where they wanted me to be right and they were paying me more but not where they wanted me to be originally um and so it made sense like eventually things got a little tighter and it was like hey we need to sort of button up um and you know hindsight's 2020 right Um, they're all wonderful people Uh, i still interact with many of them um and it was right around then that I was like the the Mopros community had been around since 2017. People had been sort of like discovering the Slack community and the blog post that I wrote about it. And I had endeavored to create a number of things that uh, lo and behold, were like all community oriented. Um, So I created a thing called millenniaire.co and it was very much a way to like try to tell the success stories of millennials and prove that we're not lazy people. Because I was tired of hearing that all the time.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mike. Um, I have to ask you a question. How many okay. how many domains do you own?
1: Ooh, I could actively go look that up. I don't know.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: It's Lauren,
2: good- I want you to look yours up also. And uh, we're going to see who has more. <clears throat> Lauren has a hobby um, that... I you think sort of is to, like, as it turns out not uncommon under entrepreneurial type people, where she has an idea and then she just goes and buys a domain for it. Yeah, not the first person that's I've met
0: to have the this worst thing that could happen would be you decide to actually do this thing, and the,
2: the domain, domain is was gone. There? No, it's not. You know it's that's why here. our podcast is called Pretty Funny Business because what was it funny? Funny, Funny business clean, was
0: taken. Of course, it fine,
2: was fine. Fine, clean, fun. Whatever it was, was not available. Well,
0: first, no, we did find I had fine. I had fine, clean, fun. But then I decided to. So it was going to be good, clean, fun. But then I was like, you know what? It's probably not going to be good. It's probably going to be like just fine so it was fine clean front for a while but then we i transitioned it to pretty funny business when you started at me and i wanted it to be like a little bit more business focused yeah Before but there it was, was something like,
2: else that it was going to be that well, it was, was going to be, just gonna be so, funny wanted, business It was just i be wanted funny business, business.
0: Yeah. yes i wanted funny business and then hover was like no it's taken of course it is it's a you know a typical word but
2: uh pretty funny business probably funny. more accurate anyway <laughs> you only have to be pretty only funny pre- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You do yeah, have to be pretty I, though.
1: I own... why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Well, right not. Now? <laughs>
0: Guess we'll find
2: out, Guess we'll find out. Like,
0: you know, when you asked if it was a video podcast, the reason that it was only sometimes <laughs> right.
1: It's like Mike, you put a hat on and you ended up putting your sweatshirt on and you didn't shave. Nice. Um I have 20, 20 domains currently. Oh, wow.
0: 20. That definitely beats mine. Okay. All right. Yeah. But the other, pro- like, it's not a problem with domains. Is I think it's a good thing, but it is. That's not right. That's not right. Oh. Uh... I, have, I have seven. Um, <laughs> seven. Okay, cheap. Nice. Yeah.
1: They are cheap. Well, except for marketingops.com. That was yeah. Nice. That was yeah
0: I have <laughs> one that is a little more, I have one in my mind. That I want to buy. That I'm not going to say out loud because yeah, don't, don't let anybody don't curse it. it. Don't let
1: anybody buy it. <laughs> Don't
0: let anyone know. Travis Preble, where are you? Please. I mean, if you count, a, rescue a, if you count the rescue our domain, actually, if Travis Preble wants to come and park the domain that I want for me, I will pay him a a low um, interest upon that.
1: So fun, like lots of fun facts about domains. You can you can lease the rights to your domains as well. Oh. Like, of course you can. It makes sense, right? Like, the, thing, the yo, person so you can who lease owned it to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. The person who owned marketingops.com once leased it to Dave Rigotti, who was oh, at yeah, the Dave time Rigotti. working at like,
2: um, I think it was like Visible.
1: Or, uh, I think it was when he was at Visible. Was they Visible. were using, they had built one of the first marketing ops communities. It was on the, um, Whatever that community platform is, try uh, Mighty Networks. Is it Engageo? And I don't know.
0: I think he was at all of these places. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think those are all true, but I'm pretty sure it was when he was at all true. That he had it, and so I was like, "Hey, whatever happened to the domain?" And and he goes, "Oh yeah, this person owns it." And so I reached out to that person. Who is this person? Is like, just
2: a random person?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some. some it was Travis. It.
2: Is it Travis? No. Travis call me
1: <laughs> but I was like can I buy that and they were like sure
2: wait Mike so you know then, Travis Preble right of the Marketo lore you're a HubSpot guy so this is not as traumatizing of a moment in time for you but you know, do you um, know who I, Travis is I know the story
1: like the moment you said the Marketo lore I was like ah this is
2: yes the, the guy and the Marketo let it. their domain expire and yeah. Travis Preble rescued it and that's it that's it, that's it.
1: yeah it's pretty magical uh, that that happened but uh, magical is one word yeah. for it <laughs> you did not um, want to be a consultant
0: that day mm, i'll like oh pretty, no. pretty much like it, at least at that time my clients thought i was marketo like it was my oh, fault yes. that they could not log in
1: Ooh. oh that's Ooh. a bummer yeah that's i wasn't entirely a true. That and now marketo's gone it's just like i mean marketo.com yeah i consumed. think it's consumed
2: it's gone
1: they retired it i was on this uh I was, like, on a thread with their team, the Adobe team, when they were, like, going back and forth about, like, retiring the domain. It's I was hilarious. like, am I supposed to know this
2: information? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, ah, because they, really they, sponsored our... yeah, like, they were sponsoring our research, and so there just happened to be, like, uh, back and forth about some things they were working That's on. so funny. I was like, oh, uh, like, how do but... I exit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to was... that one. Yeah. Now it's all the the email. Open, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. So I started Millenniaire. It was a community oriented thing. I wanted to tell the success stories of Millennials. Um, That's cute. I met met my now co founder, Dan, through that. I only interviewed like four or five people. <laughs> and then I, I realized I was like, I'm not a journalist, nor do I have any skills whatsoever around like pulling this the together in some meaningful way. Reporting. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I was like trying to see if I could get someone to help me. And then I was like, I don't know. Um, and then I had also started yet another one of the domains, uh, a site called ProductFeedback.io. sounds exactly like what it was. It was a way for you to provide feedback on products. Since people ask me for that all the time, I was like, there's gotta be a whole group yeah. of people out there that would want to get paid for this. Right. And this is like prior to the user like sort of taking off kind of. Um, so I was like probably starting it right around the same time that was getting started. <clears throat> There's a lot of traction there, but again, community oriented, right? Like pulling people together around sort of this common theme. And then uh, my, my jump start into community building was when I sort of boomeranged back over to, to Maven Link, which is now Cantata. Um, and I went to work for the client success division there um, and I helped them build their first community and, and advisory board program. So so yeah, I, I had been doing all these things community oriented. Had always created ideas that were around the community, not realizing that that was probably what they were all oriented around. Um, got an opportunity to do it, and then the rest is history.
2: When did I, you? Go ahead, Sydney. And say how did you get into HubSpot?
1: How did I get into HubSpot? Mm-hmm. I got my start in ad tech, um, and so when I was doing like I was doing ad trafficking. I learned, uh, HTML, which gave me the confidence to like very basic stuff, rudimentary, like put the ad onto the ad server. Uh, and I was like, Oh, like this isn't that hard. <laughs> and so, uh, I went and learned how to build like emails and websites, um, and like, you know, code them or what have you. And, and that progressed into, um, I had a relationship with, with, this individual who used to come and I worked retail for like seven years when I was a kid, like 15 and a half to 22. Sydney uh, this too. <laughs>
2: yeah. we, this I this very, to me. All of this very similar. Go ahead.
1: That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I, I worked in like uh, um, on the West coast, there was chicks sporting goods. Oh, and wait a minute. They got bought out By Dick's Sporting Goods. Wait a minute.
2: (laughs) No. 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 (laughs) This isn't real.
0: No. 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 You can go go
1: look at it.
0: I didn't know that we were going to have this conversation today. I
2: was not prepared to receive this information. It was literally chicks and dicks.
0: (laughs) No. 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 Yeah. I refuse to accept this.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Jim
0: Chicks and Dicks Sporting Goods.com available. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah,
1: so how do we spell chicks?
0: Was chicks like a C H I X?
1: Nope, it was was C C H I C K.
2: I don't know why this isn't your entire platform, Mike. Um, Lauren, I just want you to know that dicks sporting goods.com is available right now, <laughs> but not if Mike gets we, to it first.
1: Maybe we can like start a petition to bring back chicks.
2: Ch- chicksanddicksportinggoods.com dot com is seven ninety nine or less. Does the line. Dick Sporting Goods marketing team know about this history in the Dick Sporting Goods lore?
1: I'm positive they do.
2: How is this not something they do on April Fool's Day every year?
0: How is this I the know, first right? time I'm hearing about this?
1: <laughs> so, so Chick Sporting Goods was a retailer in SoCal only, and they had fifteen <laughs> like stores. Um, yeah, and I worked there for a long time.
2: You worked there for Sporting seven and a half years, is so that what you said? It
1: was like I think it was like seven and a half or six and a half. I forget, but.
2: Interesting. I would love to know more about your retail experience and then I will tell you about mine.
1: Did you Uh, love it? Why did you work
2: there so long? Why were you at the same store uh, the whole time?
1: I was. I worked in Tustin, California. Did you move up? Like the retail there. Um, yes and no. I mean, I started in like back stock and then eventually made my way into team sales.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So
1: I was doing like I was outfitting all the little leagues and all the high school teams with all their equipment. Adorable. That kind of stuff. I I used to do all the like Letterman's jackets and wow, I did a lot of heat press. Lots of names went on jerseys. I had lots of angry parents yelling at me
2: because you spelled their kid's name wrong.
1: No, because you know their jerseys weren't ready before opening day or whatever. Because we had twenty thousand jerseys to do between four of us. Fascinating.
2: Um, I worked retail for five years. But I worked in an outlet mall that was next to a NASCAR speedway. And uh, I what? worked yeah, I worked at Aerie, which is the American Eagle. It was a brand new brand when I started there. But it was like American Eagle bras and underwear and like PJs. I was going to say,
0: at the time, it was at just the time like it underpants. Was, it
2: was really just underwear and like hmm. pajamas. Now it's like clothes. It's like another brand. I love it. I yeah. still shop there. I <laughs> love it. Uh, but yes, I worked there for about six years and it was great. I met my best friend there. We're still best friends. Um, it, I loved it. I love talking to people all the time. I did not start in Backstock or they would have fired me immediately. That's not really my skill set, but they could put me on the floor and I would go talk to absolutely anyone. I started working there when I was 16 and I stayed through college until like the very end when I had to go get a grown up job. And that was a bummer, yeah. but. There are days that yeah. I kind of long for the simplicity of retail, you know. Like, if I could just yeah. go, and I do, I know it's not actually true because my best friend that I met when I worked at that store still works retail, and she's like, "No, man, this thing is bad. I want to do what you do." But yeah, there are times, when I'm like, you know, it would be. I had a lot of fun. It was just, I really enjoyed it. Just it. like I loved talking to people. Like,
1: straightforward things. Yeah,
2: happens. you know, you're just like always moving around and. I love shopping and I love
1: clothes. But my feet would get tired.
2: Yeah. Eh.
1: I don't really want to walk around anymore, I'll be honest. Then,
2: then you don't walking. have to fit your workout in because you're just walking around.
1: <laughs> Got my steps in today.
2: Got your steps in. Yeah. 100,000 anyway. of them. Okay, so I also started in retail and I also found my way to marketing ops via needing to learn HTML for something <laughs> and then that led me to... What? uh I it was a a summer internship I like needed someone I kept having to rely on someone else to do this html work for me and I was like this is stupid I'm just gonna learn how to do this and then I went back to school and I added a computer um, science major as a second major and then I somehow made my way into email marketing and then Marketo fell in my lap so there it is
1: yeah, it was it was very similar for me. One of the one of the clients that was regular for the team business, like I did his son's jacket, all this stuff. He had a what was soon to you know at the time SaaS was still not real. It wasn't even a thing, right? It was like on prem is pretty much the only way software was done. Uh, but they were revitalizing this medical bill review like software company, um, and I didn't know that they were like really. <laughs> strapped but they like they brought me on and uh they said like hey we need someone to figure out how to send a newsletter i was like all right (laughs) so um so that was a fun one because it was like my very first foray into newsletter marketing creation stuff um i literally moved them because they were like bootstrapping their business back to life i was like why are you paying for Salesforce? Like you don't have the budget for this right now. So like we moved from Salesforce to sugar, which is like, oh, like why would you do that? Saucy. Salesforce like, to sugar. Yeah. So we did that. And then we um, went and got ourselves uh, Pardot, right? Yikes. Um, three Wait. months later, <laughs> Salesforce <Wait. laughs> is like, hey, we're going to buy Pardot.
2: Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> So I literally migrated from Salesforce to Sugar, got onto Pardot, and, and then I found out that because <laughs> they're not going to support the thing. No. So I went I went the other way. I was like, okay, we're going to go get Acton.
2: Ah, okay. All right. Abandoned so Pardot.
1: We did that. Interesting. And then they're back on Salesforce now. I'm positive. But
2: I started yeah. on ExactTarget also right when Salesforce acquired them. Mm-hmm. And then my boss was like, I hate Salesforce and now they're charging me too much money for this. I heard about this thing called Marketo. Maybe we should buy that. The rest is history.
1: Yeah. Well, I really fell in love with the like inbound methodology at that time. I was like totally sipping the Kool-Aid when it came to sort of, you know, inbound content oh, creation. inbound being like
2: Hubsbot. Hubs yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I I, attached myself to that Uh Nice journey, I guess. Okay,
0: we, I think we need to like float here for a little bit too. One of the questions that we like to ask our guests is sitting together handy. It's like, what's your favorite like marketing conference
2: moment? Oh, yeah. Like, what's the the best, funniest story from a conference or workshop? Yeah. Have you been to HubSpot inbound? Or you can talk about another conference if you want to. We're talking about inbound. So.
1: Um, I've been to I've been to Dreamforce. I've been to Inbound. Uh, I've been. To Inbound All right, like three we or just need to know
0: the funniest story, or like the most shocking story, or like we had another guest who just told the most wholesome stories, but
1: they were yes. still pretty good. I funniest shocking story about a conference? Like,
2: come on, Mike, are you know. just going back to your hotel room and going to bed every night?
1: I yeah, like I didn't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you Yeah, going to the parties. Nothing crazy is happening. Did I you run into a parties? celebrity?
1: No, definitely not. Oh,
2: no. Did you go? You didn't go. You to know any who parties? I did.
1: You know who I did meet at a at Dreamforce on the streets of San Francisco.
0: Here it comes. Taylor Swift. I'm ready for this story. Jomar. Oh yes. Did Jomar have his dog?
1: He did not have his dog at that time because this was like over ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> But I was following Jomar um, because he was working for like Marvel marketers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, again, I was like exploring, like, do I want to go to the agency side? And then I like recognized him and I was like, hey, Jomar, like I'm Mike and we met and we've been in touch ever since. Like, That's it's cute. so crazy. In fact, he literally just sent me a message last night because his book's coming out soon. Nice. And he's like, look, I want you to see like the spread that I gave you. <laughs> I was, oh, like, oh. Nice. It's super sweet of you.
2: Sweet.
1: But he's like, you know, you've always been so, like, friendly and nice and all these things. And I was like, dude, you're incredible. Like, this community in general is incredible. So, anyway. Yeah. Does that count as wholesome? I guess that counts as wholesome.
0: Yes. It's good.
1: Yeah. So, that's that's my favorite story. It's not
0: because of Jomar. It's because, I don't know. I wanted something spicy. It's because you hesitated, maybe. (laughs)
1: I really have. I wanted something
0: else. spicy. Yeah. Well,
1: really not yet. You
0: know, else. after uh, so we are um, uh, sponsoring and we'll be attending Mopsapalooza.
2: Oh yeah, this is where we're gonna get. You mops- actually said it. Yeah. Well, Mopsipoo—that's just what we call it privately. I well, surprised you know, I'm surprised to it. be kind. This is gonna be public. <laughs> I
1: mean, Mopsapalooza,
2: so, also known as Mopsipoo. Yeah.
0: Also known as what do you call it internally, Mopsa?
1: I just call it Mopsa. Yeah, it's easier to
2: type. Mopsipoo, so much better. Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: easier. Harder to type. longer, it's easier. Harder to type. Mopsipoo. Harder to type, true, yes. Um, So maybe we'll have to create, you know, we will lay down the foundation. We will give plenty of opportunity for there to be um, a great story. Chicanery.
2: It's going to be great, Mike. You're gonna Just come out with us. Ridiculous. He looks terrified. This is one of those moments that I'm it gonna, should be a well, video podcast.
0: Know, I I wanted to say that when we signed the contract to I, I well, to do this, there is a line that's like, "You will not harm the reputation of marketingops.com." And I was like, "Well, I don't know the way you <laughs> <It's> <laughs> What do you mean by <coughs> reputation? And you said, "You guys are fine. I know what we're getting into."
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. I knew what we were getting into. So, but, I, but I did ha- I did just I look like, map. as Sydney said, I like had this look on my face. I was like, okay, I need to go back to that site where I bought my insurance, and I should probably up.
2: Increase it. the insurance. <laughs> Good idea. More insurance. <laughs>
0: Needs we more insurance. We won't, we won't actually do the bad thing, but we are, we are enablers. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing. You're going to show up with shirts that say chicksanddicks.com. Find out more.
2: I'm just gonna buy no, chicks and Sporting dicks. Goods. Sportinggoods.com and have it reroute to Emico.
1: Yeah, there you go. No, that's, that's the name of our
2: that's the name of our merch shop. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Yes.
1: <laughs> Speaking Diamond of merch, y'all should go get yourself some shoes. Some Nazi shoes? shoes. What? Oh, oh come on. I oh, haven't seen them. You, what? How is this a thing? Have you not seen I don't know. We're shoes? working
0: on our – I mean, I think this is We've. – it's been a long time coming, but we're working on our own merch right now. That'll be really fun when it happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a- some a- executive dysfunction in that area <laughs> currently. But <laughs> I am inspired now that I'm going to purchase chicksanddicksportinggoods.com. Wow.
2: And – Socks. You know, Lauren has a whole thing about socks.
0: I do. I think they're sexist. Those are cool. you
2: see this? They're
0: just – they're, can we get them? I know those are the brand colors. Um, they're not in my seasonal color palette. <laughs> I'm a dark. I'm a dark autumn.
1: <laughs> I, I walked into Starbucks. I wear I wear mine fairly regularly because I really like them and they're comfortable. Um, but I was walking into Starbucks like two weeks ago, and this woman, I don't know, she's probably like. I don't know, like closer to my age, like maybe maybe forties. I don't know, but she's just like, those are some really fancy shoes. Like where, where did you get those? And I was like, oh, I made them. And she's like, oh, what's your company called? And I was like, marketingops.com. And she's like, I'm sorry, what?
0: What and is it like, that you do exactly?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we also make shoes. Um, <laughs> As I wear my hat and my swag and
2: shoes and, and shoes.
1: shoes. People <laughs> love the shoes though. Amber Amber has a pair of the shoes. She 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 works for Shell Gasoline. She's awesome.
0: Who's Amber? I don't think I know I don't Amber. Know Amber,
2: is this your wife? You would
1: you would love Amber. No, no, her name's just no. Her name's Amber. She's a member of the community Wait. and she works for Shell.
2: What's going on? She's I don't awesome. Know. I don't want to know more about your wife's cookie thing.
1: Yeah, you from know, last, I like... would just
2: like to take one moment and say that um, every man that we have had as a guest on the podcast, we have attempted to befriend his wife <laughs> instead. So I, mean, I just want you to okay. understand that that's a risk that you're accepting going into this, but we might decide we like her
1: more.
0: Sydney, I mean that's Sydney's a, Sydney's likely. like a baker. Sydney's a baker. I'm a
2: baker. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you you can right, tell maybe... us about the
2: cookies. Tell us
1: uh yeah for for at least 10 years we've been maybe it's a little less but i feel like it's been 10 um we've been trying to convince my wife to just like start selling her cookies because everybody every time they take a bite of her cookies cookies are they these are amazing they're just chocolate chip cookies Mm. i mean she's now making others as well like are they from nestle um, (laughs) Toulouse? no (laughs) um but (laughs) They are chocolate chip cookies. She made some that were like white chocolate chips and Oreos mm. um, the other day, um, and then she's done a few other little recipes here and there. But yeah, she's finally like starting to kick it off. Um, That's cool. I helped her come up with some of the branding stuff, which was fun. That's fun. You want to know the story? You yeah. Wanna, I do. Should I tell the story? I
2: do. Tell me.
1: So they're the they're the only cookie that you want to hide away from your spouse or your significant other. That's the tagline essentially, and so we're calling it Stash. Cute. And it also sounds like they be should be stash... pot cookies. Are they pot cookies? <clears throat> it'll be Stash Bakery. I'm sure they could be. Um, but yeah, you're in California. That could all be of the all of the ingredients is going to be um, like Stash in like the letter N, uh, abbreviated. Uh, you cute. Know. So Stash in chocolate chips. Stash in Oreos. Whatever.
2: That's cute. I love it. I'm excited for her. Are they on, like? like um, Is she shipping?
1: Um, I don't know how to do. I don't know how we would do shipping just yet, so maybe one day.
2: Yeah, partnering with local coffee shops, etc. Does she have a cottage license to bake out of your house? That means I
1: have no idea what that
2: means. Uh, It's like the license you have to have to sell food that you make in your home.
1: Oh, we'll see? Look, we learned something new.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Could be the state of New York. Otherwise... The cottage
1: cottage cottage cheese license. It's
2: a state-by-state thing. But I would guess California. You know, they probably require that. I
1: don't know. like If they have pot in them, you have to get a license, probably.
2: Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Honey! I'll look into it, though. Honey! Um, My husband just got a guitar, and now he's uh, talking about starting up some kids' music classes, so... I'm also helping him brand his kids. Yeah, glasses. that's a,
1: uh, you got to get some insurance for that too.
2: No, nah, I just do it in the park. We're going under the radar. This is like guerrilla marketing oh, where we just okay. show up and okay, we're like, 10 fine. bucks,
1: everyone. <laughs> you can't want here. some
0: candy? Over they're,
1: here. Like, <laughs> they're like, we don't have any guitars. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You don't just need come guitars. over. I'm just going to show you. Funny.
2: <laughs> it's a oh, weird man. hack to try
1: to get paid for your musician's ship on the streets.
2: <laughs> it's just trying to spread the word. All you got to do is book a few birthday parties, and this thing comes pretty lucrative. So there funny. you go. All
0: right, Mike. So, yeah. one other thing we ask our guests is um, you know, we have, like you've mentioned, you would know better than anyone that. Wait, are you sharing something? <laughs>
1: I I just decided that I would show off the baby onesie that is baby's first workflow documented. Wow. <laughs> we saw swag This is
2: oh, um sorry. an infinite loop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is. It never ends.
0: Sydney, this is how you know she's
2: a good consultant. She's like, "No. No. <laughs> Bad workflow, baby. Much to learn." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she started sweating. Did you see that? She's like, "Does She's he know like, what no he end. did?" Jeff, Jeff, how do we stop Jepp! The campaign backlog? Jeff, it's broken. I mean,
1: okay, that's wait. kind of the point. That's kind of the point. There's no off buttons for babies. Okay, we.
2: This is um, also not a video podcast. So what it says was, <laughs> "Okay, cry, drink bottle." wait five minutes, cry. Which is an infinite loop, but you know, that is an accurate representation of your experience with a newborn baby. <laughs> like, yep. is an infinite loop, and that is why there's a maternal mental health crisis in this country.
1: <laughs> For reals. Sorry, I cut off your... Your next question, you want to No,
2: ask. It's fine. I
0: knew I was, I was like, is someone else joining? Why are there suddenly four screens? <laughs> no,
1: we have no one has ever
2: shared their screen in Riverside with us before, but because no one has ever used Riverside before except for Mike. <laughs> and Mike is in <laughs> here, like, do, 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 this is what I do for my podcast. Beep, noob, I'm going to share my screen. Like, okay, no,
1: I mean, I was like, no, i you gonna give going to access. It. but I love it. I was going to start doing audio clips and like making I'm like but um bum sounds.
2: That? Wow. Share your screen. Like a radio station where you could just There's literally in the bottom effects. right
1: corner whoever is in the studio right now look in the bottom right corner and there's like a little audio effects thing Here's you the can thing, play those only
2: live. Lauren is in the studio and she cannot look at something like that or we're going to lose her for the rest of the podcast.
0: Good day yeah. I'm out. Good day like, What do I <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do? Media no
2: no Lauren no focus what was your question
1: (laughs) (laughs) sorry I did
0: sorry um I um the question was going to be who this is unrelated but guess we'll just get right back into it we like to um you know you know more than anyone that the community the MOPS community is amazing um that I don't know if it's because it's such a niche thing and everyone is asking us what it is exactly that we what we do but everyone is super supportive and I think that we collect just amazing people along the way as well that you kind of go back to over and over again obviously you are that for Jomar um but are there a couple (laughs) of people that you would love to work with again that you've worked with before
1: um (laughs) it's like all the people who I've ever worked with are like (laughs) If I just say no one, are they all going to be offended, or what's going to happen right
2: now? (laughs) We can make a a disclaimer that I feel
1: very like I feel very non-inclusive. We could say this
2: is like three out of the three hundred. Yeah, yeah. If anyone feels like they were left off of Mike's list, then you were, and it was a mistake, and he meant to include you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. I I've been a team of one on marketing ops always. Um. So, so when I name other folks, uh, that I've enjoyed working with, it's often in, you know, other marketing sort of functional areas, demand gen or what have you. Um, yeah, I, I totally loved, uh, working for my friend, Tony. Like I helped, I helped her get hired, um, at Maven Lake or whatever. I, I told her <laughs> about the company and she eventually got hired there, um, and I really enjoyed working with her. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I adored working with the CS team. Uh, Sabina Pons is, uh, she currently runs as like a partner of Growth Molecules. So they do like client success consulting now. Um, but working for her as a leader was like absolutely phenomenal. Um, John Reese was really helpful. He was our VP of marketing um, and really helped me understand like what it might take to build a B two B marketing team, <laughs> um, since you know I wasn't on uh, too many larger teams, it was nice to like get that lay of the land from him. So I'd say those are like three three folks that I really really enjoyed uh, working with.
0: Awesome! Congratulations to the <laughs> those of you who made the cut.
2: <laughs> you will be Congrats. getting a copy of Anne Hamley's. <laughs> if
0: Wait you heard book. your
2: name on Mike's <laughs> list. And please email us at lauren at with your address and mention this podcast and you will receive a copy of Ann Hanley's latest book. We have I attempted awesome. to give these books away. <laughs> this is the third, <laughs> third time.
1: Excuse
2: me. I just want everyone to know none of them have been claimed. Although, if you have previously reached out and requested a copy of Anne Hanley's book and have not heard back. Lauren does have 26,000 unread emails in her inbox. If that is the case, please email sydney, with a Y, at emico.com with your address, and I will apologize to you and make Lauren mail you your book. And every
0: time we bring this up, I have to say this is no fault of Anne's. And we Anne, we love you. A lovely
2: human. This book is fantastic.
0: It's fantastic. And the whole reason that we have them is because I tried to buy three and Amazon sent me six and it's fine. I have currently trying to give away three copies for free.
2: No shipping. We will pay your shipping. Mike, do you have some books (laughs) to give away?
1: Yeah, I do too. Weirdly enough. All right, I'd so the, the
0: three people. Okay, have, if you, wait, 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 If you, <laughs>
2: this is great. If you were on Mike's list, you qualify for a copy of Ann Hanley's book. If you were yeah. not on Mike's list and you feel wronged, please email <laughs> mike at emico.com with your address and he will mail you a copy of this book. What is it, Mike?
1: It is uh, From Backroom to Boardroom. By Dr. Devi Gagish.
2: Tell us more about this book.
1: I don't know. It's all about earning your seat at the uh, table. Tell us like more TV about this book that is not
2: in the words on the cover.
1: But I'm reading it to you, right now.
2: Why do
0: you have 60 copies
1: of this book? Because Why do you have an the...
0: unopened box behind you?
1: <clears throat> I have, I have, um, not just one. I have. Not oh just... my god. Two, four. <laughs> I have seven of these unopened boxes. <gasps> Why? These books.
2: Because Are you we space in Southern California in must not come at the same right. premium as it does in New York City?
1: Yeah, they're all in my closet. Are so we, we have, just
0: not a reading. Is this a generation? piles thing? of
1: these books because I was going to give them to all the new members that signed up to marketingups.com as like okay. a, a member gift. And then um, okay. and you know, the incentive wasn't incentivizing, I guess. So you I have had no new down. no
0: new members
1: <laughs> no we do have people sign up still it's just I took the like campaign down because I didn't want to leave um. it up for like for like huge like months at a time um, but I think I'll bring them to Palooza and we'll, we'll help give them away there
2: here's what you should yeah. do on the keynote stage just stand and then throw the books out into the crowd Heads yeah up. these are
1: hard covers
2: well you said you were going to increase the insurance
1: oh right yeah. We're <laughs> so fine. it's fine we're fine. Yeah.
2: This is one of those ideas that you have to be wary of. Yeah. Yay.
1: <laughs> Let's not do that. So anyway, I if we
2: make it to Mopsapalooza and we still have these three copies of Anne Hanley's book, <laughs> you can find them. <laughs> three people are getting it. I hit hope Anne comes.
1: I'm pretty sure Anne suggested that she wanted to come to Mopsapalooza. Ma- Anne,
2: if we make it to Mopsapalooza and none of you jokers have claimed these books yet then Anne will autograph them because Mike has just guaranteed us that she will be there and willing I said, I to autograph the books.
1: <laughs> no guarantees. I said I hope.
2: And, and then, then I'm taking them re- back
0: and keeping them. And keeping and we're them not going to give them to anyone.
2: I'm not going to give them away at that point.
0: No. They mind. We'll display right, three, them proudly. Exactly. Oh, boy. All right. Um... This is a very informative
1: show. I think if anybody had to take anything away from this episode, it's that you can buy lots of domains and do nothing with them.
2: And you can oh. buy lots of books and do nothing with them. Can I <laughs> okay? okay. So I'm not sure. Can't if, even give uh, them away. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: We're not millennial millennials.com should know yeah. that although millennials have been successful, we are not reading as much as anyone thinks we are. And the millennials that are trying to promote reading are are getting it wrong too. So don't and
2: be bad. that brings us to our next segment, which is something you wait, want I am I'm, oh okay oh, wait wait so wait, wait.
0: I'm very sorry. Okay. I'm very sorry. I wanted to say that while you two while we we're while you two were talking about retail, I don't know if you noticed and I forgot about this I meant to tell you before, but I was gone because I could not collect myself after the chicks and dicks situation. <laughs> It was one of those things where like I'm better, I'm better, and then I just thought about it again. I was not. So I didn't want to distract. I just put myself on mute and went away. And then I bought chicksanddicksportinggoods.com. No, you didn't. Are you serious? Oh my god! Absolutely. Okay.
2: Yeah. So right okay. now, here's what we're gonna do.
0: Domains. Here's what we're
2: gonna do. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna set up chicksanddicksportinggoods.com to redirect to a page on the Emmy website that has a form. And if you go to chicksanddicksportinggoods.com and fill out this form, you will get a copy of Anne Hanley's book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, this is where it's
2: going. <laughs> it totally is where it's going. <sighs> okay. Then we'll know right. if Lauren's new inbox bet. is really the culprit. <laughs> new bet, new bet. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, since none of us are reading... Let's talk about what you want to read. Uh, This segment is called something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read, something that you, Mike, also having young children may be familiar with as a gift-giving philosophy for whatever, birthdays, the holidays, whatever. Are you in um, millennial parent Instagram? Yeah? Okay. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't Instagram, but, you know, it's fine.
2: Okay. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Something you want can be anything can be like a thing or not a thing something you need something to wear something to read um i am going to put some guidelines on here for you which is that you cannot wear any merch that you have created and you cannot read anne hanley's book or the 60 books that you have in that box behind your desk
1: wait so i have to yeah but you are picking, suggestions this is for people you. like no, i no, have no. to read it it's what
2: you want something you want something oh. you need Something to wear and something to read. All right, something
0: a recommendation of what to wear. What do you like? What would you recommend to someone or, or for, for yourself? Or
2: wearing? What do you for want to read? What, what are, you are, you are you reading? What are you, what are you wearing? Um, so
1: it'll we'll get to know you. Yeah. Okay. So something I want. Uh, <laughs> I want to be able to put a. <laughs> I wanted to put a vanity plate on my car that says "Marketing Ops" on it because I'm obsessed. And my wife, well, let me, won't let me get the one that I want. How much is this? I'm calling right now. Why? Because <laughs> I want to do the black, the black colored one, and she's like, "That's ugly." And I was like, "Man, it's not uh-huh. even worth it." Then. Huh. So sorry. Okay. I kind of agree, though. I get it. It's ugly? It is, it is a little. It's like black and yellow. It's uh-huh. like yeah. It's not. It's not great. You look so. like
2: a taxi. Yeah, like a, marketing a ops taxi. Hand. Hop
1: on in. We're going to automation land. Oh, it could be like the cash cab,
2: but instead of giving oh, away yeah. money, you can give away some of those books from the box behind your desk.
1: That's what we could do. Yeah, or I could give away advice on how to build infinite loop yes, workflows. Merch.
2: <laughs> Next, uh,
1: something you need. I need. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I need more time there's no. not enough time that's what our last guest
2: said too it's kind of depressing really yeah
1: oh well I'm super busy so I feel I feel that the last guest's pain um you know especially with little ones like, yeah you just need more time
2: We just need more time
1: uh something to wear you said I can't even wear my merch like that's crazy <gasps>
2: i just feel like we've already made many references uh, to you wearing hat, your merch, so I want some fresh content for.
1: Okay, right. well, for I the wear, audience,
2: you're I'm also literally... like wearing. You have a hat on, mm-hmm. and right, you have the so... wall thing behind you, and you're wearing your shoes. Is your hoodie? I'm not my shoes Is your hoodie marked? No, out? this
1: hoodie. Fun fact: I got when I was like 19.
2: Wow, that is something. Did to you wear. get it from Chicks and Dick's Sporting Goods?
1: No, I got it from Quicksilver over in Laguna Beach. <laughs> oh, you know wow. where that show was filmed? Yeah. The
2: show Laguna Beach, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) Um, All right, something to wear. I would say I actually, I literally, pretty much only have uh, either like completely plain tees to wear, which is fine, or like uh, swag from like like you name it, like Mad Crew. What amazing
2: (laughs) California white male tech bro energy you have!
1: Mm-hmm. I literally just like, Good that's all you. I have. Good for you. It's either shirt know you. or completely plain.
2: You got to know who you or,
1: are. Or swag from companies, from tech vendors. So send me your swag. Go ahead. I'll wear it. I
2: will. Great. Ours is mostly pink, um, so we'll send it to you.
1: I, have you seen my logo? Great. <laughs> um, something to read. Uh, so I think I should probably start reading this after this podcast. It's oh. called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team.
2: Wow, yeah. Mike, was that a I dig at us? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I feel like I do need to read this, though. Uh, it's it's been recommended to me multiple times, and I haven't. I haven't. Had I read yet.
0: that as a um, new manager, probably when I was like twenty four <laughs> years old. And what is shocking about this book is you will read it, and you so will like last immediately... year, really, right? <laughs> Thanks, Mike. (laughs) You will immediately be able to, like, place the people you've ever worked with into the different categories that they mention. Like, you have this type of person on your team. You have this type of person on your team. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Yes, I do. That is exactly this person to a T. That's
1: fascinating. Is Mike
0: going to use this book to diagnose
2: us?
1: I might.
0: No, I think it's more like people you work with, like, Mm. all the time. Mm.
1: My, uh, projects. um, I think I took it. Yeah, I finally took it off of my, my about on LinkedIn. <laughs> I used to list like what my like personality profile traits were. Oh,
2: whatever. tell us. We love this.
1: On my on my LinkedIn. Okay,
2: I what's actually... your Myers-Briggs and what's your Enneagram and what's your Strengths Finder?
1: Oh my gosh. I, I have all of them saved. It's just going to take me a while to like find them.
2: Why don't you know them?
1: Because I don't remember those things at all.
2: Spend too much time reading business books and not enough time being (laughs) self-involved.
1: No, I read half of a business book and then I say, okay, I get it. And then I stop reading it. That's my That's my. I
0: recently um, started using Blinkist, which has been really interesting. It's an audio like Cliff Notes. Yeah. It's awesome. They're like 20 minutes long. And I'm like, you know what? I I did something today.
1: I have that on my thingamajig on my phone. But I think I got, I think mine is called imprint. Yeah, it's the same concept though. Uh, my Clifton strengths are analytical, relater, strategic, achiever, connectedness. Those are those. My I don't know plus, that one, Citi.
2: Do you know that one? Yeah, mine's uh, activator, communicator, woo, two others.
1: Nice. And it. My, uh, you got the disc index.
2: Oh, you did the disc? You did the disc too.
1: I like disc plus or whatever. And I was a high C. Ooh, I'm a high D. And then like completely moderate across the rest, like almost even.
2: Mm -hmm. I was like almost completely D and then everything else was almost nothing. D is like dominant, dominating, something like that.
1: (laughs) Yep. It's funny. My adaptive personality is, uh, to to be a D, like I adapt mm-hmm. to become a driver, um, but like my natural state is to be very very cautious, which is why I'm like a little surprised that I signed that agreement with you so fast. <laughs> <laughs> You're you were feeling a little stressed. started a
0: business with each other before <laughs> they even met. Should I <laughs> sign this agreement. And <laughs>
1: eh, why not. I why not? Until this episode was recorded.
2: <laughs> okay, Enneagram.
1: What is it? Your Enneagram? Oh. I don't know what that is.
2: Ooh. All right. Okay. Well, Myers Briggs? I,
1: I definitely have that somewhere. I just can't find it right now. Okay, that's fine. But my. Myers Briggs
0: for me was the one that I was like middle of the road for all of them, oh, like introvert and extrovert. So. Ultimately, I'm an ISTP, but P was the only one that I was like 100% P and everything else was just by like one point. On I know
2: this is going to surprise you, but I was 100% E, like <laughs> 0% introvert, 100% extrovert. <laughs> Talk to me. Please. <laughs> I was so lonely. Um, I'm an, I'm an e. <laughs> ESTJ.
1: Okay. I have... I'm so glad I you're a I have tea. that on here. Right
0: That's here. why this podcast gets mean sometimes
2: on accident. I've probably taken the Myers-Briggs a no dozen good. times, and it has always been exactly the same thing.
1: ESTJ-A.
2: Mike, we're the same.
1: <laughs> on the, uh, like, I don't remember what site it was that, like, gave you the little caricatures oh, yeah. that you could, like, that, like... Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So it said that I was, like... I was Rob Stark and John D. Rockefeller.
2: How about that?
1: I was like, I don't, okay, but cool.
2: I have so much Googling to do.
1: Oh, sorry, Rob. Did I say Rob? Yeah, Rob Stark.
2: Not Tony Stark. Anyway,
1: definitely not that one. Bummer. Ostentatious. No.
2: Did we do all of them? Where Uh, and read? Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did it. Okay, so now last segment, and then we gotta wrap it up. I gotta go pick up my kids.
0: Yep. Okay, so are you familiar with um, either what we've done in this podcast before or Billy on the Streets, which is um, Billy Eichner just running around the streets of New York shoving microphones in people's faces and asking them ridiculous questions. So really how this segment works is that I just drop some word or phrase and you give your immediate like, gut reaction to what we're saying and we can move on. So don't overthink it. Just give a comment or um, an opinion, and we'll move on. Or we'll interject if you're, you know if there's a good story there, mm. somebody will uh, ask you about it. Okay. All right, so this segment's called "Pretty Funny Business on the Streets." Number one: uh, LinkedIn
1: <laughs> <laughs> Silos. Elaborate
2: what does that
0: mean?
1: Uh, it creates artificial silos, and it makes it really hard for you to move between industry functions.
0: Mm, puts you in a box.
1: It is one of the things that I want to tackle, like as an entrepreneur, one day, is creating like a better career pathing solution. Literally, CareerPather.com is something that I own. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing it full circle, folks. Let's go. <laughs> what
2: a callback! All right, great. No, so glad we no, no, talked no. about domains at the start of this podcast. We should do it every podcast, honestly. Yeah, this is a new standard interview question. How many domains do you personally own?
1: Yep.
0: I think it says so much about it. It really does. (laughs) All right, Mike, Disneyland.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Are you or are you not Mickey himself? (laughs) I was not expecting that. And
1: most people don't, but I can do that.
0: Well, are you a Disney adult?
1: Uh, no. I, oh. I've i got kids now, so, you know, we're going to be at Disney a lot more. But yeah. um, it's not my first choice, typically. But seeing it through their eyes is a lot more appealing. These How
2: days. far away do you live from Disneyland?
1: Uh, 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Which is why Mopsy Poo is in Anaheim. Nice. Right next yeah, season.
2: so you don't have to ship all those books. Nice. We're gonna have
0: it somewhere else. Throw that right. in the
2: back of your marketing ops car. thousand yep. dollars to ship these books to New York? No, no man, we're having you. it here. <laughs> yep.
1: All
0: right, Mike, purposeful duplicates. Why? <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> There's so few
0: Correct.
1: Spots. There's so few times that that's a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All
0: could right, that, I'm going to give could you. Could that this have split. equally have been
1: lead object? Like,
0: oh yeah, but you know what? Lead object at least is like standard, and so you have to work hard to like not use it. Purposeful duplicates is a
2: choice. yeah, that that's a choice. It's a bad that's choice. True. You had to work hard <laughs> to make that mistake. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know, like the you know the. The water on my house can get to scorching hot, but it doesn't mean that I do that, <laughs> right? Like I don't ever turn it to a point where it's going to burn me. Like just because the lead object—no, no, 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 it no, no—it'd be like, am
0: it. I using the hot water at all, or am I not? Because it's there,
1: mm, and also
0: it's the default object upon an integration. You know, like you got to deal with it, even if you don't want to.
1: You could, you could just <sighs> not.
0: Anyway. Just... <laughs> <No. clears throat> anyway, that's for another day. I run I'm my not... whole
1: biz on HubSpot. No you know, lead object a... there.
0: No lead object. Well, true. Why do you just have the one platform? We run we our whole biz on and Airtable.
2: And you know what? You make every single object you want from scratch, baby. Airtable, like call us. Airtable, call us. We need a sponsorship. So Airtable, I just want to be able to turn on my automations. <laughs> Listen, he Air table Airtable. Like I lot have of lots work. of
1: credits. Can I give them to Can you their team? Airtable, are you
2: listening? You
0: know, Mike, do you know what it takes to make a new object in Airtable? Uh,
1: no. Nothing.
0: Nothing. New tab. You did it. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. You it know, is amazing.
1: Pretty easy in HubSpot, too, just saying.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, they're not comparable tools. HubSpot, call me. Anyway, last (laughs) thing. I'm going to let you talk for as long as you want about this, but you are pulling together um, an event for this year. So I'm going to lay down the word, and I want you to go for it. Mopsapalooza.
1: Mopsapalooza. Most of the Marketo community lost the ability to have speaking opportunities when Summit was taken over. Um, So a lot of those folks came to me and said, is there any chance we could do stuff with you? And I said, well, sure. (laughs) Like, we could try to figure that out. Um, And thus, Mopsapalooza was born. And of course, it's not going to be just Marketo-focused. It's going to have an agnostic view of what marketing and revenue operations is all about. I am pulling in speakers from client success operations, sales operations, partner ops, and demand gen functions as well. So you will be able to hear from all kinds of speakers from different backgrounds that you as a marketing operations professional have to interface with on a hopefully very regular basis because that's what makes you an excellent marketing ops professional is when mm-hmm. you can actually align all those teams. And so we need to learn about how to do that. Uh, we will have keynote speakers like Scott Brinker who will do mm-hmm. our opening keynote. So come check that out. I'm really excited about that. Um, I, I want to know Sarah Scott McNamara. Brinker has
0: um, all of the uh, MarTech. Like I, I want everything you know i want it tattoos the map like i want does he tattoos. have that like i don't long... think he has enough skin for that that's what i'm saying definitely not of like 10 years worth of marketing technologies just written maybe like in hebrew down in his hebrew. back <laughs> <laughs> japanese just...
1: japanese like, i can't i can't get rid of all these um yeah i want this so tattoo so we'll... but in
0: japanese characters
1: <laughs> japanese characters we, okay so tell um... us like
0: what's the where are the dates who should attend, and uh, where can they register?
1: Yeah, if you so the dates are November fifth through eighth in Anaheim, California. So for most of us in the U.S. and other parts of the world, it should be pretty nice weather in California to come hang out in November. Um, after all the chaos of you know, inbound and Dreamforce and all those things, so uh, it'll be a good time. About four to five hundred folks. Uh, it's right behind Disneyland, as I was saying earlier um and yeah for who should attend look if you are in marketing ops rev ops in general or looking to break into it or you are in a demand gen role and you think you want to be more involved in marketing operations this is definitely a place for you to come and learn from literally like the best in the industry are going to be there uh inclusive of these two wonderful humans that are on the show so
2: and um, if you yeah. register for Mopsapalooza no. and use code no. <laughs> PFB at this checkout, is... you will get a free copy of Anne Handley's book. <laughs> and when we run out of those, you'll get one of the books Mike has.
1: That is a lie. <laughs> You might get my book, the the, De- the Dr. Debbie book, but you're not going to get their book. I don't have a code for that.
2: If you come find me and Lauren at Mopsapalooza and tell us that you registered after listening to this podcast, we will give you a copy of Anne Handley's book <laughs> on the spot. There you go. And it will be autographed. Maybe by Anne, wow. maybe by us.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's pretty stellar.
2: Oh,
1: man. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to awesome. be, it's, it's literally the riskiest thing I've ever done in my life in terms of business, everything. I'm, I'm nervous as I'll get out. I will probably about pass out by the time I have to say hello to everybody when y'all are there. Um, what
2: are you nervous about? Do you want me to call the therapist in and we'll do a separate session or can you just talk about it now?
1: Uh, I just, I'm, it's just a lot of people to pull together and it's a lot of money like very transparently like this is close to a million dollars and we are a bootstrapped organization that like we don't have that kind of money (laughs) so i need the ticket sales and i need the sponsors um and
2: taking donations (laughs) 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 but hey
1: like seriously because because we have such a great community here and like we're pulling together such great content like we can absolutely pull it off but um you know we're not a venture-backed business we're not doing this because we had a bankroll um so hear that for what it is and realize we're we're really trying to make this a a special thing and y'all should be there like we're gonna try to do it every year the future of it will be really interesting should i tell you what i think that might be yeah um which domain
0: which domain is this
1: (laughs) None of them. Uh, we do think that like Mopsapalooza definitely borrows its name for Lollapalooza Music Festival. Correct? Um, so we do think that Mopsapalooza could actually become a week-long festival of micro-user conferences so that you can learn marketing ops but also attend your favorite vendor's micro-user Ooh. conference over like a half-day of salient content. Love I it. I thought you
2: were going to say music festival. No. <laughs> okay, see, here's the problem. Mike has never been to any of the parties or concerts at conferences, apparently.
1: I have. I just don't have any juicy stories. Hmm. I went to the Circante one last Dreamforce, and they partnered up with somebody else, and there was a giant fairy on stilts walking around. Like,
2: boring, apparently. I was there. <laughs> Do better. Where's Fabio? <laughs> Fabio. Uh, All right, well, where's the, the
0: real life sloths? The real sloths.
2: All right, well, I think we got. I think we got to wrap it up there. See everyone in Mopsapalooza. Mike. Thank you so much for coming. Lauren is going to go um, laugh until she pees her pants about TricksandDicks.com oh. and also the real life sloths that have been guaranteed I'm to just be thinking, at thinking,
1: what, what? <laughs> is
0: stencil? Is stencil sponsoring? Is his stencil signed up?
1: Yes. Are, are they, they
0: going to bring the sloths? They...
1: <laughs> they will bring the sloths.
0: But I want a real one. Are they going to bring G N W is going to
1: bring the lions.
0: Are they going to bring Fabio?
1: G N W is bringing lions. stencil's is bringing sloths, and I don't know who else is bringing what. But
2: but is stencil I mean, bringing bring Fabio? Himself. I have no idea. All right,
0: are at Alaska. All right, well. The problem is I have zero contacts at
2: Stencil, so I will be talking (laughs) to you offline, not this, Mike. Mike, can you put us in touch? (laughs) Just want (laughs) to know about... I know some people over there. We just want to chat. We just want to chat. We just want
0: to sell some sloth merch. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I just was going to say thank you, Mike, for joining us today in this nonsensical fun. Sign up for... Mops Balooza. I'm excited to be there. It's going to be the first in-person conference I've been to since 2018. Five nice. and a half years. Yeah, I've been lonely since then. Um, so, that's that. Thank Good you. luck out there, little podcast. Bye!
1: Bye.
2: Like and subscribe. Share. Tell everyone.